When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party... Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Ghost in the Night with Phil Sams. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ghost in the Night, a hauntings and paranormal podcast. I am Phil Sams. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, if you watched last week's YouTube video or listen to the podcast, I owe you an apology. That episode was boring as shit. I couldn't even stay awake from it. So if you made it through the whole episode, congratulations, you are awesome. But I owe you an apology definitely because it sucked ass majorly. I just looked like I wasn't into it. There was no energy. I was bored out of my mind, it looked like. And so you were bored out of your mind by listening to it, so I wouldn't blame you if you only made 30, 40 seconds of it. Um, from now on, I'm going to do a much better job of spicing it up a little, a little showing my general personality. Um, but I think there's a reason for my general shitty attitude last week, and that is what this episode is going to be about my frustration with the paranormal because that is what took over or presented itself I should say in last week's episode I am starting to get frustrated with the paranormal and I let it get the best of me last week and I apologize but before we get to the explanations and my thoughts on it there's a this episode is also have a few kind of catch up and go over some stuff that's upcoming but don't forget Follow us on Twitter at night underscore ghost. You can check out the uh, website at philsames.com. That's where all the show notes happen to be. And any updates, I will update you through Twitter. But also, we do have a Facebook page that is a place you can get some good information about the podcast. We also have an Instagram account. You can find links to all those at philsames.com. You can catch past episodes, all the show notes all that good stuff at philstams.com. If you have an experience you want to share or you want me to share, just send in your story. Any kind of paranormal activity you've experienced, I want to hear about it and I will share it on the podcast. Or if you want to come on yourself and share it on the podcast, that's great. I hope you contact me with your story because I want to share your stories, just not my experiences and my adventures in the paranormal field. So if you have a story, contact me at 
Twitter, or you can email me directly at ghostinthenightpodcast at gmail.com, or go to philstam.com, the contact us page, tell me your story. Now, I'm also kind of working on a few things of maybe make it easier to get your story to me. Listen for updates in the future on that. But right now, just send me a message either through Twitter, Facebook, email, or the contact us page. Any one of those, I will get the message and I will respond to you. So, why was last week's episode so damn shitty? My frustration with the paranormal has really started to blossom, I should say. The more investigations I go on in last investigation, which was what last episode was about, was the dollhouse. You know, I am tired of going on on these investigations and nothing happening. I mean, it's frustrating. It's boring as shit. Or I shouldn't say nothing happening, but activity is at a premium. I mean, it just doesn't happen as, as much as you want it to happen. You're there for, you're at a location for a certain amount of time. You want things to happen. You want to experience stuff. I'm not even talking about catching things on audio. I want a personal experience because personal experience for me is the best evidence. Now, you're going to believe me or not, but I know what I experience and I hope to translate that to you. But if you don't believe me, I don't give a shit. You can't please everybody and not everybody's going to believe everything you say. But if you experience it, that is yours to keep. And that is what I want. I believe I said in an interview on The Haunted Ride with Melissa Cummings, I think it was on Hirsch podcast, not when she was on mine. It's whatever. Um, I want a ghost or a spirit to come up beside me and say, what are you doing? I want absolute proof of one encounter. I, I want the personal experience. I want to be touched. I want to see doors slam and, and objects thrown across the room. That's what, that's what I want. I don't care if I catch it on video or audio. I want to personally experience it. And honestly, that's not happening that much. I go to these locations. I've been to locations that have been have, that have had reports of amazing activity and nothing. Thornhaven. I did an episode on that. It was it sucked. It was horrible for me because we didn't catch shit. I didn't get any kind of feeling or personal experience. No evidence on audio or video. It was a waste, complete waste of my time. Now, does that mean there's not something there? Not necessarily. It just means I didn't catch it that night. And it started to build my frustration because my background and the experiences I've had throughout my life has, you know, paranormal activity or the unexplained activity, I'm used to it. It happens to me all the time. I've lived, if you've listened to this podcast, you know. I've lived in several houses that have had activity, including the one I live in now. It's almost second nature to me. I don't even blink an eye that much when it happens to me at home. For instance, I went through a divorce back in 2010. You know, that was, you know, that's hard enough to deal with as it is, but I was laying on the couch watching television, just chilling out, doing nothing, you know. I'm living alone at this point, and this honestly was the first time I've ever lived alone. 
When I got married, I still lived at home with my parents. I wasn't used to living living alone. But to get to the story, I guess, I was laying on the couch and I'm watching television just, you know, all by myself, nobody there, just me and the dog. And I, you know, all, you know, the, the lights are on, and, you know, it's not super late at night. It's probably 10, maybe 11 o'clock on a weekend night or I'm thinking it was a Friday night, but just minding my own business. And all of a sudden I hear the door to my, the room that my youngest daughter stayed in when she stays, stays with, stayed with me. You know, it started to close. I could hear it because it squeaks a little. It was just a slow motion as it closed, and I heard it, you know, hit the frame as it shut in the, basically, the doorknob latch. Paranormal activity is normal to me. I didn't even blink an eye at it. I didn't even get up to investigate. And I said, oh, the door's closing. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I said, really? Thanks for shutting the door or something like that. I, it, I'm used to it. I mean, it doesn't happen every day. It doesn't happen every night. But I'm when something happens in my home, I'm used to it. I don't even bat an eye. I'm now that I've been doing this podcast, I'm more go more into investigation mode just to kind of get some documentation. But it doesn't freak me out. It doesn't startle me. I I'm used to it. It happens fairly often, but not all the time. I mean, on a frequent enough basis where I don't get freaked out or all jittery about the shit i'm used to it but so i go on these investigations i expect the same thing and especially when i go to places that are extremely active according to other reports or they've been on other shows i i expect to find something i expect to have that personal experience and when you don't get it, it frustrates the shit out of me. And it really makes me kind of kind of wonder, what, why am I even bothering doing this? Am I wasting my time? And I honestly believe that that is what affected me last week and what, why I, my demeanor was the way it was. I was just utterly frustrated. I didn't even want to do that podcast. I just basically wanted to get through it, and I apologize to, to you for that because that's unacceptable. I, I mean, it wasn't even that location was that bad. We had some interesting activity. I mean, the ghost box was, was interesting. Ghost box are what they are. I'm not saying they're the end-all, be-all of paranormal evidence, but they can be interesting. They can make things very interesting with some of the responses. Now, we do, there are some things I want to try with the ghost box to kind of eliminate some of the I don't want to say questions of the ghost box but you know to kind of cut down on some of the influence that the questions or the people hearing might have there you know I will tell you that what's what I want to do in future episodes and on a future investigation but we had a pretty good investigation I mean it wasn't dead after from 11 to 3 o'clock it was pretty active and not pretty active but it was interesting. I mean, the ghost box was interesting. We did get an EVP that I will share in a later date. Personal experiences. We I heard a few knocks, and there was there were some 
eerie feelings like I said in last week's po- podcast, I didn't want to be in a certain room in the beginning of the night. I mean, it just, it just, I just felt off in that room. I was uncomfortable and that dissipated in time. Could it, like I said, it could have been the EMF in the room. Maybe I generally don't get affected by EMF or I've never noticed myself getting affected by the EMF, but I don't know. It, that could be the case. It's, it was interesting. Now, do I think that all those dolls that was in the house were actually possessed or inhabited by demons? No, probably not. I think that's more lore and, you know, just played up a little bit. But who knows? It could be. But I didn't get what I wanted to the fact of overwhelming or amazing personal experience that left no doubt in my mind I came across something paranormal. And that has happened a few times. You know, more often than not, that's how it, how it goes. Like, I've had some great experiences at Ross Opera House. Very first investigation I went on there, got that shadow figure on a still photo. And then the last time we went there, the lights turn on. I'm sure you've, hopefully you've watched or seen the video and heard me talk about it. But, you know, those icicle-type Christmas lights came on. Nobody turned them on that we know of. They're... You know, I'm not saying it's necessarily a ghost doing it, but it was really paranormal because I could not explain it. I tried to find out how those, how and why those came on. Couldn't do it. So I'm not saying every one of my investigations I've been on has been a complete and total waste of my freaking time. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I want those personal experiences. And when I don't get those personal experiences, it gets frustrating and I let my piss poor attitude get the best of me last week. So like I said, I apologize. I will work hard to do a much better job. And if you are listening to this podcast and you listen to last week's pod- podcast and you still w- listen to this one, thank you so much for sticking it out. I will get better and I will make more of a concerted effort to do a much better job. Now, now that I got my public apology out of the way, Let's get into a little bit of what I want to do with this podcast and what the direction I want to take this podcast. Now, I've mentioned, if you follow me on Twitter, you know, I've brought this up. I've went live a few times at on Twitter from investigations. And then I also mentioned I want to record a podcast at locate at an invest on location at an investigation actually record do what i'm doing now but on location while i'm investigating or prior to investigation or investigate a little bit then do it record the podcast with what i just experienced and then go back to investigation that is what i want to do from time to time but i also want to Maybe, hopefully, I'm still working on it and I'm trying to work out all the kinks, but also stream that recording of my podcast live on YouTube. So that way, if you are up, you know, I'm not going to say it's going to be two o'clock in the morning. No, you know, anywhere from 11 to 12 o'clock is when I will start recording the podcast on location and streaming live. That way, if 
you want to interact, you want to get on the chat and kind of have a little conversation with me while we're there. And you can also see what is surrounding me at this location. You never know. Hopefully that personal experience I talk about where a ghost comes up and taps you on the side and say, what are you doing? You know, hopefully it would be during a live stream recording of the podcast. That would be awesome. And that is what I want to do. Let me know what you think. If you'd want to be interact, interact with me during the recording of my podcast. Now the podcast would still be available on Tuesdays, but you will have a sneak peek at what the episode is about. That way, if you don't want to stick around for the whole I don't know time-wise how long I want to go with it. I mean, I'd like to keep it a half hour, but doing a live stream, you know, I'm getting good interaction with people who are watching or I'm having a good time with the investigation and there's a lot to go over. It might go longer, you know, so I might edit some stuff out and keep it to about half hour, 45 minutes for the following Tuesday's podcast. But I think it would be fun to interact with you guys a little bit more, kind of right there on the spot. Now, I realize it could be a complete and total clusterfuck, especially the first couple ones I do. It'll be difficult, and I will work through the kinks as we go. But this is not a perfect program. It never has been and never will be. And the downloads are growing, so I do think you like what I'm doing, and I just want to make it a little bit better for you for you guys so let me know what you think and if you would be interested in interacting with me on youtube so during that live stream so be sure to subscribe to the youtube channel that way you know when we're going out i will always let people know when that's going to happen via twitter facebook and all that good stuff and then kind of an hour or so before i when i get to location i'll send out a tweet and then about an hour before I go live, I'll send out a tweet. And then right, you know, I'll build it up to it and get out the tweets out. That way you, you definitely know I am getting ready to go and live and start recording the podcast for the next, the following Tuesday. Now, I'm thinking I'm going back to Ross Opera House from Friday. This podcast on Tuesday will come out Tuesday. I'm going back to ross opera house on friday now i'm going to try to do a test run there um i don't know exactly how it's going to work yet i'm going to definitely do a test run there i'm going to report record the podcast from that location and i'm going to try to go live that'll you know the live portion might i'm i got some things to work out on that but i'm definitely going to record the podcast live or record the podcast on location from Ross Opera House. Now, at the end of March, I am going to be at another location and that I want to do the same thing. And I'm hoping, ideally, that is the one at the end of March. That location is where I want to really go all in on the live stream and recording of the podcast at that location. Ross is just going to be a test run. So it might be shitty, but it's not going to be from a lack of effort. But what's interesting about the Ross um, recording is there is said to be a portal on the second floor right outside the uh, balcony doorways 
and right outside, it's the balcony doorways and the projection room. There is said to be a portal right there. I want to set my shit up right there in that hallway at the with the portal right to my back or sitting right in the portal and see what happens. You know, hopefully we'll get some shit malfunctioned and stuff and it'll go be a complete cluster just for because of that. I think that would be interesting and I think it would make good conversation. Um, Because I know from my experience at Ross Opera House that that area, that hallway, we get a lot of knocks and bangs. Matter of fact, if you watch the what turned on the lights video on my YouTube channel, you'll there's one part of that where you hear a knock and light. You say, "Is that in the hallway?" That is exactly where I, where I want to set up because that is that happens frequently at that location. It seems there's a lot of shuffling or knocks coming from the hallway, whether you're in the balcony, in the projection room, or in the um ballroom or whatever kind of room that is where we were sitting there where the lights came on several times you know it all kind of comes from the stairway going downstairs in that between the bathrooms but that hallway that there's a lot of noise or there's a lot interesting things happen right there so maybe there is a portal there i don't know don't don't know it but it'll be interesting to kind of sit there do the podcast live or record the podcast live hopefully live stream it and see what happens it should make for an entertaining half hour 45 minutes definitely but that is what i want to do with the podcast and i want to do that from time to time maybe once a month hopefully do a live stream recording of tuesday's podcast on a friday or saturday night most most often it'll be saturday night but i think depending on the location that's what I want to do. If you have a comment, let me know what you think. If you think it's a great idea, if you think it's a shit idea, just let me know. Reach out on Twitter. Leave, leave me a direct message. Or send me an email at ghostinthenightgmail.com. Once again, I apologize for last week's horrific train wreck of a podcast. It was so lackluster. It was sad, and I shouldn't even probably release it, but I really didn't sit and overanalyze it until after it was already up. But I apologize. It won't happen again. I will be a little bit more upbeat, even when shit doesn't go my way. So thank you for following me on Twitter. Thank you for listening to this podcast. The downloads are really going up. Thank you so much. And until next week, hopefully it'll be from the Ross Opera House but follow me on Twitter and you'll find out but thanks for listening and thanks for sticking it out with me take care everybody So you went online to check it out. But then you saw a link for a survey about which type of bread you are. 
And now you're on question 17, barely scratching the surface of your bread identity. You always thought of yourself as a brioche, but are you actually more of a pumpernickel? Ah, yes. They said it was easy to save money bundling with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.